from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everybody. Your new favorite podcast. It's another week here with the crew in full effect. Word up. <laughs> Word to your mother. We're a new we're a hip hop show now. Word to your mother. After last week and uh, Warren G conversation. Did you get any comments on that? Brent the Hitman Hart from uh, Brent the Hitman Fuller from from our our friends at uh, Home Video Hustle. Hustle reached out to me hustle. via Marco Polo. Talked to him face to face. What did he say? Not in real time. We were just talking about. It. He was saying that yeah, that is a a Young Guns uh, uh, reference. That was a Young Guns. So John schooled me. <laughs> And he's like, I can't believe it was John. It was, <laughs> <did he> say, <laughs> how does it that John told you that? He did quote KRS-One. He did quote, I want to, talk, to say this quote. He said, uh, rap is what you do. Uh, hip-hop is how you live. Okay, I see. Great KRS-One, right? KRS-1, Speaking right? of Warren G, you did send us a great video. Uh, oh, did you see? Song regular. <laughs> <laughs> With Bert and Ernie? <laughs> I forgot. That popped up in my timeline from Facebook like this week. I was like, oh, perfect timing. That was that was truly a, a magical. Video. Can't believe how it syncs up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's perfect. Ge- yeah. <laughs> Even though the one with, he's got like the beanie on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so super cool. That's out there. I think I posted it to our uh, Twitter account. So check it out. You know, most heroes don't wear don't wear capes. That's true. Yeah, that is true. That is true of most of the people out there making those videos. No and capes. No capes. No capes. No capes. No, capes. no more wire hangers. That's so uh, ever. That's our. That's from our movie. John and I are big fans of uh, Mommy Dearest. The biggest mother of them all. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? That the there was an ad when it was kind of flopping. They said, "Let's uh, try to sell it as a cult film, like maybe like a tongue in cheek." So the ad was Mommy Dearest, the story of the biggest mother of them all. Wow! And the next day, Christine Crawford, who is still alive, said, uh, "That's not going to fly. This is my book, and you can't sell this like it's a comedy." Wow! <laughs> so they. You know, so they got rid of that real quick. <laughs> I don't understand. Do you think that that's? Uh, do you think that was? True? How much of that book do you think was true? Hard to say. Hundred percent. Hard to say. Because now they're saying like the whole Bing Crosby thing. They're they're saying now. Right, he but really... he he fessed up to that. He said uh, somebody cornered whoever that was. That Gary Crosby or yeah, I have one of his sons. And, and yeah, and he said yeah, you know, I needed the money, and they said this is only going to sell if you got some gotcha moments. <laughs> but with a Christine Crawford, it might have been the opposite. It, things might have been worse, and she probably took it down oh, a wow. notch. Yeah. All right. And. Um, so, as I, so you know, my brother saw. Uh, she appeared at the New Art. They ran that movie, and she was in the uh, in the lobby signing. I guess the book, and um, you know, it, it, that was a weird movie because it, it kind of ruined Faye Dunaway's career. You know, it was people thought it was over the top and over the top performance. So after that, she doesn't really do much. That's true. That's kind of true. Yeah. Although it's a pretty perfect impression of Joan Crawford. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, she kind of fades in the eighties. You're right. But it was kind of like, um, what was the one, Showgirls? It kind of got a reputation of being kind of a campy, yeah, yeah. over-the-top, let's see it at midnight kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But when it first came out, they said, well, this is not doing too well. So for one day, they said, let's see if we can sell it with a kind of tongue-in-cheek ad. We're talking, of course, about Mommy Dearest, Mommy the 1979 uh, uh, movie about uh, Joan Crawford. Lots of eyebrows and uh, shoulder pads in that one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's horrific. It's like watching a horror film. It's almost like Kabuki. She's got so much makeup on yeah, yeah. and all these crazy eyebrows that when she comes on screen, you just about drop your. Do you popcorn. remember when on SCTV when they did the uh, the uh, uh, Polynesian Town and it was a takeoff of <laughs> takeoff of, chi- of uh, Chinatown and Doctor John is a musical guest. It was back as SCTV would work in the musical guest. 
but uh, sh- it's uh, it's it's um, why can't I think of her name? Uh, Shit's Creek, the mom. Uh, oh, Catherine O'Hare. Catherine O'Hare, uh, yeah. yeah. And she's done up in the Faye Dunaway <laughs> makeup, and they've got the cheekbones and the oh, uh, and the just oh my god, it's the best. It's the best Polynesian town. Forget it. The ribs are poison. The ribs are poison, man. It's Dr. John doing, yeah. SNL did one uh, back with the original cast. I guess there's a, there's a chapter in the book where Christine wouldn't eat her dinner, which was like liver or whatever. And uh, so uh, since she refused to eat it, the mom put it in the refrigerator. And every night after that, that's what she got for dinner. It's like, you're not going to get anything new until you finish that. It was that kind of a that kind of parenting you know, that she's talking about. Oh, man. So in this sketch on Saturday Night Live, I think they've got Jane Curtin playing you know, Joan Crawford, you know? Mm. And then it's like a Christmas party. So all, and the, as Christina Crawford, it's Gilda Radner kind of playing catatonic. Yeah. She do that thing where she's crossing her eyes and can't talk and it's all kind of, sort of catatonic. And all the guests that come in are like famous uh, movie stars. So they got, I think they got uh, Bill Murray playing, um, playing Cary Grant going, <laughs> hello, Christina, I was going to bring you a, you know, going to take you to the circus and put you on my shoulders and buy you a nice gift. But your mom said you'd rather have last night's liver. So <laughs> here it is instead. <laughs> And then in comes Dan Aykroyd, and Dan Aykroyd's dressed up like Clark Gable's like, I was going to get your pony, just like the one that Bonnie Blue Butler had. But your mom said you'd rather have this, which is a regurgitated liver from last night. I love it. I I need to see that sketch. What's great is that they did some great impressions. You're going, God, who does Clark Gable in the the 80s? Who's doing Clark Gable in here? Is Uh, it a horror film or just a bad mom? It's a bad mom, but they, boy, they play it like a horror You've film. You've never seen she, Mommy Dearest? She's like an abusive Oh, you mother. would love it. Yeah. You would love it. It's basically like either. every Lifetime movie now, <clears throat> but like in the 70s. Like, oh. that's basically what they it's are. It's like she adopted all these kids, and then she was like really strict with them. Like, really just, I don't know if she was, she wasn't like beating them up, but it was like psychological terror, you know? And uh, Speak, just, Speaking of psychological terror, and no, this is a horrible segue, but uh, yes. I, I was watching... Uh, uh, a Dick Cavett clip from like the early 70s and it was Lucille Ball mm. and her daughter and Carol Burnett mm. all together. Oh, really? So he interviewed them like one at a time. Gee. And I didn't know that Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett were like really close friends. Mm. Uh, and there was like a mutual respect there and Lucille Ball really like liked... Uh... But it was cool because she's there with her mom and you know, you, you hear her telling all these... But she tells all these great stories about like she told... Like she got fired from being a, 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 a what is it? An usher? A, no, a Zigfield girl. Ah. Zigfield girl? Yeah. And she wanted to like kill herself for like a Lucy? couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. She, she was a great storyteller. She has a, she, she you know, I can see how they would bond because Kel Burnett, uh, she lived in like downtown Hollywood with her grandmother and they used to, she worked as an usher at a theater. And so she said she saw these movies like, you know, all day long. It's, yeah, yeah. And then on the weekends, she was such a movie maniac. She and her grandmother would go and watch all the movies. She said she would watch, f- like, f- they would go to uh, four double features a week. God, wow. can you imagine? And uh, so she told us, I saw a clip of her on Carson. It was like in the same, I went down a rabbit hole, Justine. It was like the same, she told a story on Carson. <laughs> she was at a party. She got, invited to a, she got invited to Jimmy Stewart's 30th anniversary party with his wife. And she got to meet like Cary Grant and all these people. Wow. And Johnny Carson was there. And she said she was just like, okay. her mind was blown because it was all these people that she grew up, like Gregory Peck and all these people there. Were and when the, would that have been? Would that like have been? 1979, like right in there. Oh, uh, It was wow. Carol Burnett. It was oh, Carol Burnett. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her head must have been ready to explode. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. was just saying, Johnny Carson, I guess, was at the party. Wow. So they were, she was just saying. And then uh, Jimmy Stewart told her at the end that, I'm such a fan, like, can I dance with you? And she told her husband, like, wait, I... 
I'm gonna go dance with Jimmy Stewart. So yeah, so it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. You can see how she would own her. She would kind of like develop her chops. If you're watching these movies over sure. and over again, you're figuring out what they're doing. If you're seeing a movie like a yeah. hundred times, I'll just send you that clip of uh, of Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett because you can. It's really good because they're very funny, and Carol Burnett really makes. Uh, uh, Lucy laugh like oh, for real, like can you for imagine? real. Like yeah, can you? Because that had to be one of her heroes, right? I mean, I think she was in the front row when Carol Burnett had her breakthrough hit on Broadway with Once Upon a Mattress. Somebody said Lucy's in the front row. Wait, and what she's movie? All, she, it was a play. Once Upon a Mattress. It was a play, kind of a musical oh. comedy version of The Princess and the Pea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, called Once Upon a Mattress. That's what put uh, her on the map. She did it on Broadway, and somebody said Lucille Ball's in the front row, and she's all, I can't go on. <laughs> if Lucy's in the front row, how am I going to do this whole show? If she's sitting there, you know. Yeah. Wait but, a minute. What? Do you, Jake, know who Carol Burnett is? What? <laughs> who? Who? Comedy queen, one of the all-time comedy greats. I'll recognize her face. It's perfectly possible because she, her star you know, kind you know, of well, came just, and went. Well, go go down as Justine said, a rabbit hole, but, and watch well, the Carol Burnett show on YouTube. It's easy. It's more forgivable because uh, Carol Burnett stuff hasn't been rerun like. And by the eighties, like she's not doing a show. No, on yeah. she, her thing I was only on. Knew it her. was on freaking mm. PBS all the time. By the Dick's no. box set, yeah, 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 every yeah. fucking day. You but just if you like comedy, you know it's it's kind of funny because her show ran like in the daytime. Oh, so. Uh, but I didn't know reruns. her until I met you. Right. Uh, but there's some genius stuff. Tim Conway's well, great. Harvey, Corman. Harvey Corman's great. Yeah. Uh, even Lyle Wagner. Lyle Wagner. <laughs> Lyle Wagner playing the straight man is great. How uh, you, Justine, how do you know her? From reruns or? From Patrick. Okay. What's great about He's that like, show. You don't know I, Carol I grew Burnett, up watching Carol Burnett the show. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's great and what makes it feel more modern is they would leave all of the when they would start losing character breaking character and all that that was like the first show to really show right. that well, the, the, it was the best thing because where the they would whole, just leave it in the whole point of the show was you're waiting for Tim Conway to try and break a, yeah. make Harvey crack and he's just laughing yeah. your they ass off both, you can see were, it the whole time unbelievable I'm gonna go watch that right it's now it's fun because you can see him biting his lip and he's turning his head <laughs> yeah, and he's doing he's this and he's just like please oh, don't God. God. Uh, Tim oh, Conway so good. if you're a Tim Conway fan that's the show to watch sure you know underrated underrated guy because it's kind of like it seems simple. He it's, was always second banana. Yeah. But he, what a career. He's kind of like a Don Knotts where you, it's, sure. it's so simple you kind of overlook how genius it is. Yeah. I'm going to go watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Burnett's great. And there's a lot of movie parodies. They did all kinds of. Well, the one they always show is the, the Gone, Gone with the Wind. With the wind. Yeah. She's got she the makes curtain. a costume out of the curtains, but she leaves in the curtain rod. So yeah. she's got the big shoulder pads. <laughs> Carol Burnett, genius. Also did a great Sunset Boulevard. And these are all the films she grew up with. She knew these films backward and forward. Sure. You know. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. You uh, should watch it. You, you would love it, Jake. It is a funny show. It's silly it's stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, very, it's, very it's like mini episodes of um, uh, Blazing Saddles. Is the best thing I can. Yeah. You see Harvey Corman in there. Oh, as you a, do. As a regular, uh, he's a regular. He's, on a, the he's show. always on there, and he's good. He's it's, really good. It, the, him and Tim Conway are just. It's I, they them trying to make each other laugh. It's is the always best. funny. She's the successor to Lucy. Yeah, for sure. Physical comedy. She's the last of the great physical comedians. You know. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. And remember her little guest run on uh, Get Smart. Yeah, she was great on Get Smart. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, and she turned up on the Lucy show. Yeah, the one in color. Yeah, yeah. And so you can tell that Lucy was a fan because she kept having her on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can tell that. Yeah, she. I guess Lucy said at one point she goes, you know, I go to a lot of these Hollywood things and I'm, I'm really not. She's like, I'm not a, you know. Yeah. 
I guess she's kind of like shy almost, you know. Yeah, and, not like a Bob Hope. Yeah, and, and she she's said, not cracking wise. She said nine times out of ten, I'll find Carol Burnett and just follow her around. Nice, which is cool. Which nice. that's a compliment, right? A big compliment, sure. But Lucy always said that she says she's more of an actress. If the script is funny, she can do something with it. But yeah. she doesn't write. She doesn't ad lib. She's got to have funny stuff. Whenever she got an Emmy, she would always thank the writers first. She'd say thank you, but without the writers, I'm dead. She you she know? does say that she did say that the reason she was you know she was never she did like 15 movies and was never successful. But she said part of the reason was when she when she had when she did TV, she figured out her character, and that's the character she stayed yeah. for the next like 20 eight, years, eight or nine years. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right, 20 years because she kept playing the same character yeah. all the way into the 70s. But she said she loved that persona that yeah. she was, so she she kept it. Yeah, yeah. And that's acting. That's because she's not that character. She says, that's the big misconception. She says, I'm not Lucy Ricardo. I'm not a scatterbrain. But that's acting. She was a smart lady. But that's acting. Yeah. And that's why she says, I really rely on on the writers. But once they give me a bit of business, they give me the lines, and then they say, you've got to somehow come swinging out of this laundromat covered in suds. I can practice that until it's funny you know i can really put some work into it Ooh, yeah yeah it's crazy not everybody could do that yeah no uh so check that i'll send that to you link to you i went down a rabbit hole i want to see that down the rabbit hole with justine that's our new pot that's our new speaking of down the rabbit hole no, that was um, that's a sequel our new right segment. there i went down the hole. <laughs> justine what rabbit hole are you in this week um your television rabbit hole there is something I forgot to tell you last time when we left. I remembered I watched a ton of things and I never brought it up. Bring it up. I, I can't remember it anymore. So I'm sorry. distracted right now because behind you is a box for Seinfeld clue. How does it, how would that oh, work? Hey, how who killed that? Jerry? Finally. Who killed who? Jerry. Finally. Uh, how would that work? I know who it was. It was Newman. Hello, Newman. Hello, Newman. <laughs> it's always Newman. It was Uncle Leo with the cape. Uncle Leo. <laughs> no, Uncle Leo's lawyer wore the cape. That's what it was. He's, why is he wearing a cape? What a show. <laughs> it was a great What a crazy show. It was a great show. You know, when people get so into Friends, I can't quite figure it. But when people are into Seinfeld, I get it. Those were some strange, funny characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also just weird. The logic is so skewed, yeah. So odd. Uh, Justine, we're, we're, let's talk about it. Were you watching the Seinfeld re- rewatch? What are you doing? I don't watch Seinfeld. <laughs> what? Why? It's great. I tried. It just seems stupid. Uh, I saw one episode she where she friends. only likes the muffin tops. Yes. Then I saw another episode where he's a male. The guy's a mailman. Newman. Yeah, I've watched like a whole thing on him, and then I thought this was stupid. I so mean, I, to be fair, the best part of the muffin is the muffin top. Mm-hmm. And there's so like a store wrong. of all muffin tops. And so then. when I just said, I don't get it when people like friends, you're like, hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Really well, John, how do you not like it? It's got that catchy. I like Chandler. I used to watch just to see what Chandler would say. You know, which isn't the whole episode, but he always got a laugh out of me. Always. I'm always. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of Phoebe. I like Joey. Fuebe. Um, I like yeah. Who's your favorite? You know that Courtney Cox is the only one who didn't get nominated. Wow. And she hates that. There's a reason. Yeah. She sucks. But she, <laughs> but she, she got to do all those scream movies. So, you know, she for a while. She wasn't she, nominated for what? Every single one of them were nominated. For, except for her. During she's Friends. Act, during friends. She's the glue. She said she was the only one who didn't. She's the glue. That's, she said it just hurt because every one of them got that's nominated. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. She was the only one during that time, the whole run. Well, there has to be. A, there's got to be the, a weakest link somewhere. Well, in the in the words of the Call of Duty lobby kids, get, get better, good. scrub. Get good, scrub. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the Odd Couple every year, Jack Klugman was at least up for 
an Emmy. And I think there were some years that Tony Randall wasn't. So the last year they were on the air, he he got nominated and he won. And, but they had just canceled the show. So he got up there and he took the Emmy. He said, thank you very much. Now I've only had a job. <laughs> Who was that, Hugman or Randall? It was Randall. Was all, thank you very much for this award. Now I've only had a job. Because he had just canceled it. <laughs> so he finally wins. And it's like, well. Ah, damn. That, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. They're reruning it right now. That's, I love yeah. it. I love it. It's always on reruns at my house. Uh, Justine, what are you watching? How was Loki? Episode four. Was it? Don't No spoilers. Was it worth the hype? Yes. Okay. Who dies? And you got to stay for a credit. I've credits. heard there's a post-credit scene. You got to stay I every only, episode. So I only stayed because I'm like, I like this music. And I just let it play. And then I was like, what? Did, was uh, so did our friend Owen Wilson come back? Yeah, he's in it. Does I'm going to tell you this right now. Does he get his jet ski? That's all I care. I'm going to tell you this right now. Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston, they have the kind of chemistry that was lacking in Falcon and the Snowman. I feel like Falcon and the Snowman, the chemistry... The, the, I just felt like that one was too serious. They had good chemistry. Uh, Falcon and um, and uh, 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 Winter Soldier had great chemistry in the movies. So what I realized watching this episode and from last episode is it reminds me of Doctor Who <gasps> a, lot, a lot. Yeah, because they're doing the time stuff. And, Are you yeah. saying you want Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston to redo Starsky and Hutch? That would be good. I can see Instead it. of Ben Stiller? Yeah. Uh, well, you know that scene where they were on the the, the moon, that moon where it was, that was that's very Doctor Who ish. That it's, reminds, yeah, that and reminds, you know, there's two British people yeah, yeah, running, around, running around. I'm running like, around. this is a Doctor Who episode I'm watching. Cool. All right. All right. What else? Oh, are you watching? this is so good. You know what? I started rewatching. Speaking of British people, I've been getting clips for some reason in my Facebook feed of uh, Kitchen Nightmares with Gordon Ramsay. So I, it's on Hulu. Love it. I so love that show. It's always fun to watch. It's always the same issue. It's, if you have a big menu, you shouldn't, and you should bring yes. it all back down. Yes. No pictures. And there's always like, get no rid pictures. of all your expired stuff in yeah. the back. Like, Clean your shit. Yeah. It's always the same. Also. It's and raw. It's raw. Oh, and you shouldn't have discounts and no doggy bags. That's yeah. all I learned from him is that Poor people shouldn't control. be walking out yeah. with doggy bags because you're getting too yeah. much food. I just like to hear him swear. I just like to hear the swears. Doesn't just yell. Every episode is him yelling at him. Yes, it's but great. He takes the two yeah. pieces of bread and sticks your head in it. Mm-hmm. You watch you enough episodes. Same formula every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for that one restaurant where we went to, it was like, your food's really, really good. The one in um, the yeah, UK? Yeah, the barbecue in joint in UK. And he's just like, I fucking love your food. I don't yeah, know Yeah, but why then you're not he revisited well. it, and they got so busy and booked up, and they started slacking on other things. Like, they yeah. were pre making things already because there were uh, so many people. So they had bigger pots, and it wasn't the same. And the, uh, revisited is the best. If you do. ever watched the, the British version of Kitchen Nightmares, that's much. The less. guy that wears the white t-shirt. No, no. Well, it's it's Gordon Ramsay as well. Uh. But it's like when he first started. That seems a little more real because the people are a little bit more. They're also they'll like get a little bit more sassy with them. You know, um, you know, people walking out and doing all that. Stuff. Bugger off! Yeah, bugger off! Run. Who does he bloody think he is? Oi! Um, what are you watching, Justine? Think about it. I know you're watching stuff. She just said. I remember. <laughs> I've been so busy. Um, All you do is watch TV and eat bonbons. Well, I had a bonbon in fucking years. That sounds pretty good, actually. Holy shit. It's been like a solid 15 years. Eating bonbons? I haven't had a bonbon in like 15 years. I don't even, where would you get a bonbon? I don't know. We got them. What, dude, Trader Trader Joe's? In the freezer. But like legit bonbon? The freezer brand bonbons? No. 
Is that a brand? I thought it was a thing. I'm so bon-bon. sweet like a nice bonbon. We've got what it. What is a bonbon? Like a Cinnabon? No, no, no. no. Ice cream. It's, like a it's a little frozen. Ice cream little dollop in it's, covered in chocolate. It's yeah. kind of like a Klondike bar, but in in a little... It's a, it's a mouth you just throw you it. Like a, a frozen banana bite? Yeah, kind except ice cream. Except in the ice cream, ice cream in chocolate. Except just chocolate. Yeah. It's round. You know? We got it. We yeah. got it. Imagine we a Klondike bar. Why would you want to do that? Because you would finish your ice cream too fast. Like, but you'd rather bite, have a full scoop. Bite size. Yeah. You eat bonbons. It's the plural. Remember when you would get those crunch those dibs? Like yeah, that? it's they're basically larger like dibs. A giant dibs. They've had them at the theaters. You can actually get a box at the theaters. Yeah, like Isn't doesn't bonbon translate directly into good goods? In French? Yeah, Bon is good, right? You want the good good? Oh, good, good. who was the villain in the first Incredibles? Uh, bon Bon. <laughs> no, the bill is... He's a mad bomber, he's, uh, right? He's a... Uh, oh, uh, Bon Voyage. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so very, very first one. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. This episode sponsored to you by Bon Bon. Bon Bon. Bon Bon. Okay, yeah. we'll I come back to you. fucking Bon Bon's now. We'll come back to you, Justine, because you're going to... remember. Re- Next go- time I'm going to write it down. You're going to remember. I did watch WandaVision for, since we're on the video. Did you love it? I thought it was great. Yeah. Did you love the... Did you, you finish the whole series? Whole series. Were you fucking pissed off for like the first three episodes like the rest of us? No. Oh. That's cute. Then you'll love no, the Carol Burnett it. It show. It was fun. You should watch Bewitched. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. You can tell something that's going on at the end of every episode. Were you sad? Did you get sad at the end? A little bit. When you find out it's not real vision and he's dead and just her it, imagination. I mean, it is vision, but it's not vision. But it is, but it's. Not Am I the only one that was? Not. I'm not the only one that was uh, underwhelmed. I, I don't know why. Every, everybody made a big deal that, that Catherine Hahn was the bad. I, I, no, I loved her. She's cool. Start. I liked her. She was. Fine. I loved her. She was too big of a name of a star. To be really, anything uh, a side really, character. I don't really know who she is. So you knew something was up with her. Where's she from? Now. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's like in a Bad lot Mom. Of, like, She's um, in um, oh. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She's also in Step Brothers. She's she had also... side roles in... We um, went through this last time. We went through her Yeah, role. we had this conversation. So that was the I tip like off. her. I think she's hilarious. Yeah, I knew who she was. The whole so... part, when you get to that part, is just hilarious after mm. that. Cause... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everybody, her song, was, everybody was just like, ah, oh, her God, song hit number pass. one. I don't know. Her song hit number one for the, um, the downloads and everything. Her yeah. song? Pretty good. She got a song after that. Stop supporting that guy who wrote, it's the same guy that wrote Frozen. Yeah. Stop supporting that guy. Just let it go. It's just as bad as Lynn Manuel Miranda. Who is that guy? Don't wrote, ever say that. Who wrote it, Frozen? I, I will absolutely man, say it. I hate it. LMM. I can't stand him. He's in fucking everything. Did you watch In the Heights? I didn't. <sighs> I'm still halfway through. What do you think? I'm still waiting for the next uh, part. She's in intermission. I'm still in a really sad place, and mm. it hasn't moved on since. Okay. I'm sorry. I, was, I wasn't yawning because you were boring. I'm yawning because I'm tired. So. Mm-hmm. You said it's like, four, it's like four hours or something? It's like two and a half. Two and a half. I have one more hour to go. Oh, okay. I thought you'd be all over that as much as you a loved Hamilton. Two and a half Hamilton. hour musical? I liked Hamilton. Yeah. Because uh, it was Hamilton. Because it was more rap that's slash hip That's a long musical, yeah. two and a half hours. They were saying that when they announced it, it was going to just go streaming. That a lot of the actors were bummed out, and the director was bummed out for them because they thought it would change their lives from going like because they wanted it to go to screen, and because it went streaming, you can they thank Lin Manuel Miranda for that. No, he's <laughs> an asshole. It's, it's, Money it's Disney, right? Who's doing? In no, Mars? that's not it's HBO, HBO Max. HBO, yeah. yeah. I, I don't mean, think that's bad though. Everyone's watching everything on yeah. like streaming. I think that I've heard that before, where they said, "Duh, we thought this would be in theaters," and look, but at they it, don't just, get the, they don't get the money they would if it would be in theaters. Also, it's kind of a prestige thing. But people still talk about it when it's still streaming. That as long as it's good, everyone will watch it. 
But that's the equivalent of like telling an, an artist like, oh no, this is for exposure. Like Tenet. I know he was bummed. No, they still he got was... paid. There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. a big difference. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, right. They still got money. Okay. See, like Patrick did this free logo that of my fat face. For I'm exposure. like, hey, man. It's great exposure. Get exposure. Yeah. Actually, Patrick did that as a gift. He didn't even tell me he was doing it. So yeah, yeah. It we cool. do appreciate mm-hmm. it. Even though it's yeah, I had to watch him stupid fat do face. close up on your faces. All oh, time. God. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> looking over. I'm like, oh, he's still drawing Mario. He needed, to zoom, in. He needed to zoom in at every single and I was chin. Like, Can you draw me? <laughs> no. Draw, oh my god, like that would French be cool girls. have him in the middle and then have <laughs> us like side profile, like on the sides. Yeah, like looking up. Like yeah. to, Don't to... tell me what to do. Yeah, now, okay, here's how you do it. Like better. a movie poster? Yeah. yeah. Could you do us like the Sistine Chapel where we're like behind him with the clothes? None of you are qualified art directors <laughs> here. We're all hoisting up Mario. Well, excuse me. Right, who made you the king of England? <laughs> right, who put a purple bug? I didn't vote for you. <laughs> you don't vote for kings. Well, how'd you become one? <laughs> the lady of the lake, clad in shimmering armor, thrust her hand from the lake and said, I, Arthur, shall wield Excalibur. What, just because some watery talk to a sword at you? <laughs> That's no basis for government. Strange women, strange women lying about in ponds. Distributing swords is no basis for government. Uh, Patrick, what do you got? What did you review? What did you read? What did you? I'm l- still working through Invincible. How is it? It's good. I, I stand by everything I've said previously. I, last week, I also picked up uh, Dune. Came out with a new trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, did they? Um, yeah, it, it looks really good. The artwork's really cool. Is it looks based? Uh, it's based off of the book. Because uh, isn't there a movie finished, ready to there go? There is a movie yes. coming out. I don't think it has anything Dennis, to do with the movie, though. Is the movie, is the movie a sequel, prequel, remake? It's a, No, it's a... It's, it's, well, it's, it's a remake. I guess it would be a remake of the... of the. Um, I think it's a reimagining. It's a remake of the... Of the original? Uh, of the book? The original. David Lynch. David Lynch, thank you. You've, God. You've, Patrick, you've read all the books? Yeah. So the David Lynch one from the 80s, that was like, what, the first half of the book? First the book or something? First half of the first book. Okay. It, it gets really muddled and complicated. There's a lot going on in that book. Yeah. I read it for the first time like a lot of three or four years ago. A lot of government. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's fascinating. It's like the first Game of Thrones, really. I see. I never. I just read the first one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that when you were reading. George R. R. Martin stole everything from it. Is that true? No, I don't know. I'm just making blatant mm-hmm. accusations. And he still hasn't written the seventh book. I, st- I can't believe that. <laughs> I can. He's a lazy bum. The show has been off the air for how long? He still hasn't finished that book. <laughs> He's like, eh. It's like 10 years, right? Yeah, you guys already saw He made his money. He doesn't care. You're good. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. He probably doesn't like being told what to do. Hey. You know? Every time someone says, hey, when are you finishing that book? Hmm. He's he's waiting on it for one more year. You remember what he used to say? He used to wear a shirt that said, uh, be nice to me or I'll kill uh, Tyrion. <laughs> and he almost did. Because people were like, you know, they'd see him like out to dinner with his wife and go, hey, shouldn't you be at home write, reading, the, you know, writing the rest of the book? And he'd go, yeah, if you're not nice to me, I'm going to kill Tyrion off. You know? <laughs> I love it. He dies anyway. There, okay, okay, I remember, I remember, I remember. Okay, good. So on HBO Max, I was watching The Cajillionaire. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? Is it a TV series or a movie? I saw, I saw the thing for it, but I don't it's know a movie. It. It's, it's a movie. movie. How is it? So weird. Is so it? weird. Let me see if I can tell you the people that are in it. It's the girl from... Um, I've seen a little ad for it. What's that show we were watching? Westworld? Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. It's okay, I'm pulling up right now. Evan Rachel... Or even? Evan oh, yeah, Rachel yeah. Wood. It has Richard Jenkins, Gina Rodriguez, 
She's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And mm. Deborah Winger. It's a weird story. I, I don't even know what to tell you about it. It's just weird. What's it called? Cajillionaire. Cool. I, I know nothing it's, about They're it. all really poor, don't and they just do it. a bunch of scams to get money. So she has this huge scam she's trying to do. It's, it's just, yeah, no, it's kind of sad. Is it kind of like Paper Moon? Is it her one um, last big score? Paper Moon, but really weird. Mm. Everyone's weird. Like, they don't socialize well with people, so you're just watching these weird people. And I don't know what to talk about it. It's kind of weird. Um, I also watched Betty Season 2 came out. How's that? Love it. I love girls skateboarding. Is that what Betty is? Mm-hmm. Skateboarders, they're mm. usually called Bettys, the girls. And... God, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And what else did I watch? Oh, and Wish Dragon. Wish Wish Dragon? Dragon? Mm -hmm, On Netflix. How is that? Wish Dragon is like an Asian um, cartoon. Oh, oh, that's from China, right? Hmm? It's from China? Yeah. Uh And somebody on NPR said the design is really strange. It's like square. It's not what you would like. Usually, dragons, they draw them a certain way, and this is kind of like geometrically weird. Yeah, well, he. I thought I read Jackie Chan on there, but I've never heard him in there. But I guess not. Um, they just from China. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They just yeah. said it had a different look. When they're doing dragons, it usually... He was more angrily inclined. He's got a very big chin. Square chin. Square. But he felt like Mishu. Mishu? Mushu? Mushu. Don't make fun of people with square jaws. It just seemed like watching the same thing, but modern. Okay. Uh, All right. That's what I watched. Okay. All right. Exciting. All right, okay. Jake, what do you got okay, over there? Okay, okay, okay. Um, not a whole lot new that I've been digging into, mm-hmm. um, but there's a little game that came out in 2011, mm-hmm. um, smashed all kinds of records. Yeah. Good uh-huh. God, kill me. Elder Scrolls. Skyrim? I've been playing more Skyrim recently. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hadn't, I don't play it for a while, and then I, oh, I, I just- Well, you're playing the, Skyrim I, or-, yeah. or uh... I always get the itch. I always get the itch Yeah, for it. that's a game I've gone back to in the past, Yeah. And um, it's nice on PC, and I think now on Xbox or um, on consoles too. They have the um, remastered version, like the Creation Club, so you can get mods for it. Oh, and it completely changes. Just become so in, instead of dragons, you could do Thomas the Tank Engine. In Thomas the Tank, yeah, you can get um, there's dragons. Macho, in you can have the dragons yeah. look like yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, I love that. Oh yeah, that would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah you'll like hear that. the you'll hear the dragon flying. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Got you for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Three minutes of playtime. That's what mm-hmm. he does. Like the dragon from Never Ending Story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could probably do that. Probably too. Do <laughs> but um, that do the dragon funny. from Never Ending Story, but have it go, my man. Do the. <laughs> Somebody yeah. do that on YouTube. Like, just go over it. You shall not be smirch Falcor like that. That sounds. That sounds amazing. My man. <laughs> But um, yeah, there. I mean, the community's put out you know hundreds of thousands of different mods that changes everything from the visuals to core mechanics, the um, the UI. It's like it can make it a completely well the same base game, but it, it make, gives it a completely different feel. Have to check that out. I don't know. It's My, definitely worth. I don't trying. have a PC that can run games right now. You can, if you have it on um, if you have it on you have it on the Xbox One. Y- yes. If you have it on Xbox One, it's the Creation Club. Okay, and I'll those and out. those are just Bethesda licensed mods. Oh, okay, that cool. That they took from the community. They have like 
survival. They have player made homes that you can download. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kind of like Minecraft. A little, yeah, kind of like Minecraft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. John, what do you got? Uh, nothing I've seen this week, but I just saw an ad for something that's coming out. Like, What's up, buddy? It's um, this is not a paid advertisement, guys. Yeah, it's not a paid advertisement. This is a documentary. Unless they want to pay us, Beth, Bethesda. Well, maybe they please. can give me a copy of this. It, I guess it comes out right now. Uh, it's a documentary called Movie Hoarders, VHS to DVD and beyond. It says, if anyone ever thought physical media was a thing of the past and that streaming is the only way to watch movies, this fun and fascinating documentary will make them think again. Here you'll meet a group of diehard devotees of DVD, Blu-ray, and yes, VHS, who proudly display their massive movie collections. What, they just follow Brent around? Yeah. (laughs) While discussing things uh, like the importance of owning an actual disc or cassette found... uh, They have fond video store memories, and uh, the issue of censorship on some modern streaming services is discussed. So uh, that's a brand new movie, and I guess (laughs) direct. It'd be funny if this was only available streaming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it says here available as a DVD. So straight to DVD. Direct to Laserdisc. When does that come? No one will see it. It says 2021. So I guess it's now. It's a new catalog. Yeah. I still get these catalogs for Movies Unlimited. But I thought, that sounds interesting because they're going to discuss, you know, because we talk about this all the time. What's the point? You know, why don't, you know, people of a certain age just want to stream. Don't bother. Sure. They don't bother with discs anymore. These guys are going to discuss what the pros and cons of that is. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten, like, some things that are streaming, there is a censorship issue. Yeah. There are things that get bleeped out or yeah, fu- yeah. fuzzed out or cut out. You know? or they didn't pay for the rights for the song. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. you see that a lot on the or TV. Or they let George yeah. Lucas just go in and TV fucking shows. change shit. That's the, I, think, I think that's the big one that everyone thinks about when you first think of, like, uh, re- like yeah. censorship or changing Well, that's the self-censorship. Yeah, that's the director changing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, there is a new one. What is that now? They're taking oh, Slave One on the. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they're changing yeah. the name. Just Boba Fett ship. I guess that's on the merchandise. They say we don't know what's going to happen with the movies, but on the merchandise, it now like the Lego thing says the kit says Boba Fett ship. Yeah, but it's Slave One. All right. Well, thanks, John. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to discuss. Uh, we're going to do a little quiz, like we always do. Wait, and then we're going to do some. What's darkness. our question for this episode? I Mario? forgot to check. I can. You know what? Good I can thing do. We're taking a break. Maybe I'll look it up. Maybe I won't. You were very busy today. I've had. Things, I've, had I've had time to ponder, and I've, I don't. I've had a lot of things. I don't have answers. All right, you don't quick. have answers because you don't have a question. Exactly. Good. Great, that's very philosophical, Justine. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. What a, what a rejuvenating break that was. How is everybody doing? Everybody feel rejuvenated and happy? I stretched. Oh, you did? Yeah. To do some Pilates? I should have. They're like uh, they're like calisthenics, according to Tony Stark. Yeah. Paludus and Pilates. Paludus and Pilates. And, uh, sounds like a biscuit. Apple yeah, Pilates a... sounds like something you like some kind of Italian frozen treat. Yeah, like, or Apple like has a, a show a... that they're going to have about Pilates. Hmm, really? Pointious Pilates? Has the girl from Bridesmaids, the one who was the really... Pontius like, Pilots Pilates? The one that was like a, wow. the perfect one. I washed my hands of that one. Uh, here's a here's a question from Steve at uh, Everything I Learned from Movies. Shout out to Steve and Izzy. Which ape movie? So which movie featuring an ape? 
They're obsessed with ape movies over everything I love. Which ape movie would you turn into a video game? And what kind of video game would it be? That's a question for Jake. <laughs> Which ape movie would you turn into a video game? So let's think about that. And what kind uh-huh. of game would it be? I already know. Which ape movie? Okay, we'll, we'll answer save it. it for the end. We'll, we'll save it for the end of the show. Guys, this week we're discussing a... Oh, no! Before we do the... It's time for the quiz. It's time for... I should have known that. This has taken the audience by storm. Everybody's what? What's it called? I should have known that. Upset that we didn't bring anything that. up. Did people, uh, did people like it when we do that? Oh, they love it. Oh, they love it. Uh, yesterday, uh, m- my wife and I made a Mr. Sillen reference. I think that's going to be a thing. <laughs> that's going to become a thing. We did. We made a Mr. Sillen. Wouldn't it be great if Penny you heard somebody Sillen. like Stephen Colbert making that joke, and you're like, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he listens to our podcast. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. And we go, Justine, Stephen Colbert said Mr. Sillen the other night. Uh... Justine, we're going to start with Justine. It is a well-known watch brand, the 24th and last letter of the Greek alphabet. What word is it? It is a well-known watch brand and also the 24th and last letter of the Greek alphabet. What word is it? No way. The 24th and last letter? It's the last letter of the Greek alphabet, and it's also a well-known watch brand. Rolex? No. Omega. Omega. Omega? Nope. <laughs> I am the Alpha and the Omega. Omega. Uh, Omega alpha. Patrick, what combat sport is MMA the acronym for? Uh, mixed martial arts. Correct. Jake, geography question. What oh, country Jesus. is famous for chocolate, banks, and watches? Son of a bitch. Why you give mm. all the easies? Mm. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Mm. I don't know. Don't what? <laughs> Come on! Fuck it up, over. Come on! Really? When you order, when you uh, open a, a crook, opens yeah, an account. A Swiss, where does he go? A Swiss bank account. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So what? Where, what country is Switzerland? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. John, what part of speech is the word cuddly? What part of speech is the word cuddly? It's an adjective. That's right. That's right. Justine, you're out. I'm in, I'm in. Remember I said Omega. No, you're not. <laughs> After Mario said Omega. <laughs> Patrick, how long does it take the moon to rotate around the Earth? Uh, 24 hours? No. 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 What is it? A month. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, moon cycle? Yeah. I, I, as soon as I said it, I was like, no. Nope. Yeah. You know, a waning gibbous. Uh, waxing crescents. A yule gibbous? <laughs> Don't talk about birds. Jake, mm-hmm. did southern states or northern states oppose the slave trade? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding southern me? Southern states. He's going to say Swiss. <laughs> yeah, Switzerland. <laughs> southern states or northern states uh-huh. oppose uh-huh. the slavery? This uh-huh. is some bullshit uh-huh. questions over here. I listened yeah. to the last week's show and <laughs> Patrick just keeps going, Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Can you use the answer in a sentence? Yes. <laughs> he just did. Did the southern states or northern states oppose the slavery? Yeah, it's the south. You fucking idiot! Huh? Oppose. Yeah. Oh, oppose. Yep. He you got that wrong. Lost. I heard it wrong. He got that fucking wrong. <laughs> I heard it John, wrong. you win again! I hate this By default. Because <laughs> Jake, got, Jake got cocky. He's all, yeah, I know this. How one. many, uh, how long did oh, it take the moon to go around Yes. It's a period mood. Man. Whoa! Yeah, gonna, we have to do that again because that Nailed was it. awful. That Nailed was horrible. Do it again. That was awful. Justine, what are the name of Angelina and Angelina Jolie's? Oh, I'm sorry. 
What Angelina? Are the what are the name of Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's twins? Shiloh and... Shit. Buff? Nope. <laughs> Shiloh and shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit and Shinola. Uh, shit and Shinola. Jol- <laughs> You're already wrong. I was wrong with Shiloh? It's, it's yep. Apple and Sailor, isn't it? Wait. Is no, it after they changed Gwyneth their names? Paltrow, uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know celeb stuff. I, I, I figured either. this would be right down your alley. Knox and Vivian. Knox and Vivian. Oh. That's not their twins. That's what it says. What are the name of uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's twins? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Here we go. Rumor, scout. Atticus. Uh, what director was and writer was married to Madonna from 2000 to 2008, Patrick? I have no fucking clue. Oh. No help. Uh, the only person I know what she does was it rhyme with, with? Was Sean Penn. Guy Ritchie. Guy yes. Ritchie. Oh. I was going to say, your movies you like. Uh, I do like Guy Ritchie. Films. Jake, what mm-hmm. what dried fruit are prunes? Are prunes? Mm-hmm. Prunes? Yeah. They make you poop. What's a pr- I know. God. Do they ever. Um, plums. That's right. John, what one thing does <laughs> a Dequala's diet mainly consist of? Say that again. What one thing does a koala's diet mainly consist of? Eucalyptus trees. That's right. Yep. Jake, what do you call the charge to play a round of golf? The charge? The, what do you call the charge to play a round of golf? Like, what is that called? They charge you something. What do they call that? You like golf. Mm-hmm. God, I don't even, I don't remember what they call it. I play and I don't fucking know. It's a green um, fee. A green a fee. A green fee? Oh, John wins again. I've never heard it called a green fee. That's a green fee. Yeah, I know that, and I don't even go. Game is rigged. Yeah, John, know. you are the smartest man in the room. I'm calling you. I just, I just give him my credit card, and one they just charge Uno it. And I just you want to do one more? Throw it away. Let's poll the audience. Audience, you want to hear these these idiots one more time? All right, here we go. Yeah. Let's go. I want to fuck up again. The the cool thing is, I sound like I sound like a genius. I'm like basically doing yeah. the Alex Trebek. Can you? Can you? Oh, give you didn't me, know that? Can you give me a very easy answer that I just? And don't I'm winning by to? default. <laughs> I, John, I don't think anyone ever feels John, like they won. John, yeah, let's, no. John, let's start with you. All right. Maybe, maybe that'll make it. Th- oh, here we go. It's Two like plus the- two is. John, what symbol does Batman have on his chest? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman. Is You're a, kidding. Is it a bat? It is. Okay. The Batman symbol. Are you- I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for Justin to go, he's going to say the Swiss. <laughs> Justine, Justin, where in the human body is urine created? Your urethra. No, that's where it comes out of. Oh, where is it? Urethra Franklin? Where? Wow. Where's it made? Where is the human body? Where in the human body is urine created? Where's the PP made? It's coming out of your. No. Your medulla oblongata. It's coming out of that. It's right here. Mm-hmm. No, that's not where it's coming. Where is it made? Where do you make it? Where does your body make the PP? There's a manufacturing plant in everyone's bodies. Yeah. It's not the that appendix. Means it's the... Um... What was it called? <laughs> just, just say it. Just no. Say it's it. the shape of a swimming pool. Say it. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> bladder? Say it. No. Oh, damn it. The bladder is where it's held. It's made in the kidneys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I didn't go high enough. That's why when you get hit in the kidneys, you pee blood. Yep. Damn it, Mario! You're supposed to help me. <laughs> she was mouthing bladder to me. I, like, I can't and help then you. he said, "Say it." I'm like, you cool. Been, you should have been mouthing. 
<laughs> I didn't want to get rid of it. No. <laughs> no. I got a weird, weird itch on my head. Uh, a weird itch. Jake, let me ask you a question. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Patrick, Patrick, let me ask you a question. How many fingers does Mickey Mouse have on each hand? Oh, fuck. You know this. You know that. You know this. You know this. Four. Yes. I was terrified for a second. And I, had <laughs> to like, I had to count in my Jake, head. He has six. Jake, yes. you have terrible taste in music. Yeah. Who is the lead singer of the group Coldplay? <laughs> Coldplay? <laughs> Um, oh God, I don't remember his name. Just tell me what it is. I don't remember. Come on. No, I don't remember. Come on. Come I know on. his first name. I don't Come know his last name. Yeah, I don't remember. He was married to Gwen Stefani? To Joe Rogan. No. no. It's oh. all yellow. Who's he married to? Gwyneth uh, Paltrow? Uh, rescue? <laughs> yeah. Is that her, is that her oh, name? Oh, I know the last name now. I got it. Robert Downey Jr. No. Damn. Chris Martin. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right, Chris Martin. I don't remember. John. Most it's between you and it's between world. you and uh, Justine because she's back in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa, when did that happen? <laughs> John, what is the sum of the three angles of a triangle? The three angles of a triangle. Mm. How much is it? What's oh, how much sum? is it? Yeah, what's the sum? You, if you measure three angles of a triangle, if you add up all the degrees of mm-hmm. the triangle, I'm terrible at math stuff. This would be geometry, wouldn't it? Yes, it is geometry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what? How much is the sum? Yeah. How many know. degrees? In degrees. Oh, yeah. oh, God! I still have no idea. Okay, for the, no one, you can't steal. But Jake, what is it? It's uh, hundred eighty. That's right. Mm. Damn, Half a square. You, you win. You win, Jake, uh, Patrick. What was my question, anyways? I want to know so I can. What do up. we associate? What quote do we associate with Uncle Sam? What quote? Um... Do we associate? It's Fricky's pointing your finger. I want you. That's it, buddy. You would have got it. I Yay. want you so bad. I think we should amend the rules. You have to answer the last question to win. All right. There you go. You just did it anyway. Yes. They should have. Uh, yeah. She was singing the Beatles. We should have John Lennon on that poster. I, yeah, want, I want you. Well, they had that in the I movie so Across bad. the Universe. Oh. They have Uncle Sam, Ma'am. and then right? that song. Have you never plays. seen that? I've never seen that movie. Selma Hayek's in it. Really. Yeah, she's a nurse. It's not enough. Really? It's not enough. She's a not nurse. Enough. Mario hates it, but you would like it. And enough. then they you multiply her. It? it is kind of trippy. They the multiply mm-hmm. Salma Hayek in a nurse's outfit. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. I, I'll go see that no. movie. The music, <laughs> and, the music renditions are really interesting. So. I wonder okay. if I have it on DVD. Yes, you do. You can loan it to me. Yeah, it's all Beatles. Who'd you flip? Yeah, the bird? it's all Beatles. Yeah, I flipped the bird. I was pointing at the They essentially, oh. they essentially turn a bunch of Beatles. Music into like a, into a story. I love that idea. The yeah. they, Sam they is singing the, "I Want across You" across the mm-hmm. universe album into a movie. It's political. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we measure Mario's hatred for the Beatles. That this movie has duplicate versions of Salma Hayek in a nurse's outfit, <laughs> and, and he's still shaking it. his head. As long as I can turn the sound I don't down, see it. I think oh. he doesn't she's, like um, that. She's in, in the it. song um, "Happiness Is a Warm Gun." Really? Is she sing "Bang Bang"? Really? Bang Bang. Oh, is that the one where? Isn't there one where Robin Williams is singing I Am the Walrus? Yeah. Yep. That's bon- Bono, yeah, Bono singing um, it's Bono. I Am the Walrus. Oh. And um, it's got... Uh, oh, God. What's Evan his name? Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, nope. British comedian. Rowan Atkinson? Nope. Benny Hill? He does the he does a whole bit about the about the arc. Eddie Izzard? Yeah. He's in there. Ah. Yes, Eddie Izzard is in it. Mm-hmm. about that? I wonder what he's singing. Um, um, benefit of Mr. Kite? Yeah. There will be the Your show Your head's tonight. exploding. Okay, that's a song that's not that they, good. They so have, this, they have um, the songs just all sync up and tell a story the yeah. whole way through. So it's a musical. And it's great. Yeah. It's, it's great, though. I mean, you like Beatles songs, you'll love this it. movie. Yeah. I want to see it. Remind us and we'll bring it to you next Cool. 
I was bummed that that movie. I was so excited about the premise of that movie that uh, that one that came out a couple years ago where there were no Beatles songs. I was like, yes. Did you oh, watch it? Oh, the, yesterday. And but yet then they he, still sing it. But then he knew the words. <laughs> he so writes like, all the oh, Beatles songs. It. And did you cry when you met John Lennon at the like, end? An old John Lennon. Did you cry? Is, he, is that what happens? He meets him somehow. He meets him an old, an elderly John Lennon. He's all you, you still live. Oh my god. <laughs> I can see Mario like weeping. Just let it it's go. Like, let it go. Let Mario, it go. you're crying. Let it's it like, go. why are you crying? Because I sat through this whole movie. Have you seen that um, episode of Sesame Street where they're learning the letter B? Letter that made B. me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Letter <laughs> B. Letter B. They're so smart. My mother asked me what letter comes after A but B for C. And my mother always told me letter B. <laughs> and they're little bees. They're little like bugs. And then Mario uh, turns to the camera and goes... Maybe the Beatles aren't so bad after all. Mm. You know, maybe I was wrong about those Beatles. I'll never say that. <laughs> and then he says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. Look, I want you guys to understand. If you've seen how many times, you guys know how many times I've tried to watch Next Generation. Mm. I give things chances. The Beatles have had plenty of chances in my life at different times in my life. Where people always go, oh, well, you know, maybe not now, but Are in there a few places years, you'll remember? Uh, I, I lugares que recuerdo. How about that? that? Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. When's your album coming out? <laughs> I went over to Mario's house one day, and uh, Nicole said, shh, he's trying something. And I walked into the room, and he had the white album, and he had his headphones on. And he's all, come back in about two hours. I think I got it. Yeah. John, how long have you known me? A long time. How long have you tried to get me uh, into the Beatles? Since, yeah. Well, we go back to what, 88, 89? Yeah, right in there. God, that's like, yeah. God, that's like a, 30 years. And how many, how many, how many, how many times did you try to get me in the I place? gave up a long time ago, right? <laughs> to my credit. You you know, to my credit, I gave up. But, I, but used to say, I used to say, oh, you know, you should hear like side four of the White Album. Oh, you know, you probably haven't heard the B sides. But. And I'm like, mm, he just hates them. Have I not always <laughs> been this way? Yeah, always. Yeah, it's not, and, it's and not every, like, every time it's I go, like something I adopted. And I always go, I'm going to make a mixtape of the stuff you haven't heard. And you always just roll your eyes and go, okay, you do that. Because <laughs> <No, it's like, laughs> And I gave that up. I used to think, you know, you probably haven't heard like the lesser known tracks. I thought, nah, you probably just hate it all. <laughs> God bless. And what haven't you heard at this late date? There's no such thing as a B-side that nobody's heard. You know? I do like that one that came out a few years ago that they released as a single. Hey, Bulldog? Uh, no. What was the other one? Something about a bird. Oh, free as a bird. Yeah, how was that one? Because I'm free. Because, you know, they did that after John Lennon was long gone. And what they did is they did had a reunion. They said, well, the only way to get John in on this reunion is take a cassette of him doing a demo. And then we'll play over top of it. So that's what you heard. <laughs> it opens with him. It's a demo tape of him trying out a new song. Then the other three play on t- over top of it. Oh, okay. And they say, this is the only way we can do a reunion. Otherwise, it's just the three of us and it's not the Beatles. And then Jeff Lynn produced it. He pushed up the vocals. He said, really tough, because it's a little cassette, and he's just doing it at home on his home piano. Mm. So he, he raised the John Lennon vocals, and he kind of mixed it in with everybody else, and it sounds like a Beatles song. How was it? I liked it. Did you Did you really like it? Or were you just I clowning? remember when it came out. They played it. The big push was anthology when they ran that anthology. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And they had a little clock at the bottom saying, one hour till new Beatles song, you know, half hour till new Beatles song, 20 minutes till new Beatles. And then they played it, and it was free as a bird. Good video, too. Somebody did a beautiful video with all these Beatle images all sort of like montaged together. Because I'm free <laughs> as a bird now. Every time I hear it, it hits me in the head. <laughs> no, I heard that. I'm going, yeah, I don't think it was free bird. <laughs> what if the Beatles did do free bird? 
Well, I think they'd use a lot of backwards guitars and yeah, sitars yeah. and tambourines and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and Ringo would be singing it. And no, it'd be Paul going free, 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 free <laughs> Judy, free, Judy, free. Judy, freedy, freedy, freedy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how about that? A mashup between uh, Leonard Skinner and the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Band on the run. I'm sure you hate Wings too. If you hate the Beatles, you must loathe Wings. <laughs> I, love, I love Band on the Run. Do you? Yeah. How about Live and Let Die? Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're a bigger Wings fan than a Beatles fan. <laughs> what about Jet? You're forgetting. Great song. Yeah. So you probably like Wings. Yeah. See, how about that? <laughs> it's weird, but it's great. How about that? Suck on that, everybody. Mm. All right, here we go. It is time for the Digital Movie Club. Yantan, yantan, yantan. You're in the club. I had to put one in there. That was a real, that was a bait and switch. Digital movie club. This week's movie is Darkman. Sam Raimi directed 1990. Patrick, tell us a little bit about Darkman. Alrighty. Darkman released August 24th, 1990, directed by Sam Raby, with a rating of 6.4 on IMDb, 83% on Rotten Tomatoes, a budget of 14 million grossed, box office worldwide, 48.8 million dollars. This was a surprise hit. A surprise hit. Not a hugely budgeted movie, but a surprise hit. Nobody was expecting this. Nobody knew what this was. John, we're going to start with you. Mm. You're the only one of us, aside from me, that had seen this before. The kids hadn't seen it. Uh, what was your initial impression upon seeing this theatrically in 1990? I really dug it. I didn't know who Sam Raimi was. I think the only two movies he had done at that time were uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. So nobody really knew that name. I guess the Evil Dead fanatics would have, but <laughs> I didn't know who this was. And the advertising campaign was interesting because they didn't spend much money on the advertising, but it was very effective. Even Sam Raimi said, yeah, they brought a lot of people in that first weekend because all the billboards and you know bus stops said, who is the dark man? Who is the dark man? Mm-hmm. So he said, they did a lo- he said they did a lot with not very much money. They didn't want to spend a lot because it wasn't a well-known character. He just kind of cooked it up on his own. But he said that put a lot of people into the theaters the first couple weeks. So he gave them a heads up for that. But uh, the trailer looked cool. The trailer looked like like a cross between you know Batman and the Shadow. And um, in interviews, Sam Raimi says that's exactly what he wanted. He said he tried to get the rights to the Shadow. He tried to get the rights to Batman. This is about a year after Tim Burton did Batman. Mm-hmm. So he'd probably been trying for years to get the rights to Batman. But nobody knew who Sam Raimi was, so they wouldn't do it. And wouldn't even let him do the shadow. So he said, I'm going to cook up my own character that's kind of has that look with the cape and the slouch hat. And he's mysterious. He's up on rooftops. He's fighting crime. And he cooked up the whole dark man story. He also wanted something that, that felt like a universal monster movie. He says, I love those old universal monster movies where, you know, you, you identify with, uh, with the monster because, uh, there's usually like a, a reason they've been turned into a monster. Sure. They're not bad guys. He says he really was thinking like Phantom of the Opera for Dark Man. That does feel very much yeah. like Phantom Very scarred up, has to kind of cover his face, is loving somebody from afar because he can't show them what he looks like. And also it addresses the idea that you be, the monster is also inside. It's not just the outside. If you're hiding in the sewers and 
beating people up and killing people, even for revenge, suddenly you find that the inside, your insides are monstrous. It's not just your outsides. So anyway, that was the story. And I loved it. When I saw this, when it came out, I thought, my God, I always thought it would be impossible for a modern filmmaker to get that universal monster vibe. It's just impossible to do. And Sam Raimi did it. I can't think of another movie that captured the vibe of those old movies so well, where you really feel for him. You know? Yeah. He he wanted to do kind of a comic book movie, but he wanted it to feel like those old those old thirties movies. So I loved it, and watching it again a couple days ago, it it holds up. There's a few effect shots that look dated because it's definitely pre digital. Sure. But all of that him scurrying over rooftops and through the sewers and his lab. He said they spent a long time working on the lab set. They wanted it to look like a classic Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Also, he looks a lot like the Invisible Man with mm-hmm. the bandages mm-hmm. and the glasses. And uh, the test tubes. It really looks like something out of The Invisible Man. So he said they had a lot of fun with that. And also the music is great. Danny Elfman said, uh, they said, just go to it. You know what this thing should sound like. And he said he he felt no reason to pull back. He says, finally a movie where I can just go crazy because it demands that it's operatic and theatrical and, you know, a lot of pathos. So he said he got got a, a blank check. Just go wild. It's a great score. All right, and uh, what do you? How familiar were you with Liam Neeson? At this I point? wasn't. Uh, you know, he hadn't done a lot uh, at that point. He had done movies, but nothing like this. And I think I recognized Francis McDormand from uh, Raising Arizona and uh, Blood Simple. Blood Simple. Mm-hmm. And then the villain, uh, everybody knew him from L.A. Law. He played this guy that's like sort of mentally challenged and um, really good on that show. But you'd never thought that he could play a villain. He just plays this big guy that's kind of like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he's supposed to have Down syndrome or what, but he's like an assistant at the law offices, and he plays this very innocent, naive sort of big law. Gosh, he was so menacing. And they cast him. They said Sam Raimi had never seen L.A. Law, so he didn't have to think, oh, gee, people won't buy you as a bad guy. And then he said he had a face like Edward G. Robinson. He says he's got this face that's perfect for a gangster. Mm -hmm. And he said when he came in to do the audition, he was just perfect. So he says, now I've got my bad guy. But the thing with Liam Neeson is he says we need an imposing person. Liam Neeson's like six foot one, six foot two. He says we need somebody tall and imposing, but somebody who's going to be able to act through the makeup. There's going to be a lot of makeup on him and a lot of bandages, and he's going to have to be able to deliver the performance through the makeup. And so when he tried Liam Neeson out, he said, oh, this guy gets it. He's going to be able to do it because it's all about projecting the personality through all the makeup and costumes. Sure. So he just said you couldn't beat him. He was the he was the guy to play uh, the Dark Man. All right, yeah. Patrick, you had never seen it. Tell us about Dark Man. Well, you can tell it's a Sam Raimi film, a hundred percent. Um, conceptually, I think it's cool. Yes, I think the pacing's really off. Oh, why would you say that? I it feels like and that's it's partially why it feels like a Sam Raimi film like Evil Dead and like Army of Darkness like they're they feel sped up and it feels like there's a lot of tensity done with that like you you feel really stressed and like with everything that's going on in those films because of the speed and the way it's shot mm-hmm. and this kind of suffers from it you take a, a hero who's to, supposed to be dark and brooding and doesn't really have any of those moments to really sit and be dark and brooding and, like, it be in those moments. Too fast. It's too fast. Yeah. Um, 
I like the idea. I think that it has a lot of potential, but it probably could have, you know, if I'd watched it maybe at half speed, I might have enjoyed it a little bit. Okay. That's interesting. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I think to give Darkman some credit, he would need uh, a little bit more time to develop that darker side because you can tell he's going crazy slowly but surely, right? It just kind of suffers from. Uh, pacing for me, obviously special effects are dated, right? But I can deal with that. Uh, I was a little put out as soon as I saw uh, the second credits for the music because I was like, fucking Jake's going to love this. Um, I'd like the makeup. The makeup was good. When he takes I, off the bandages. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely, you can tell they, what they invested their money in um, and I can appreciate that, but it just, it feels like the pacing's off. It's all over the place. Um and this story is not that strong. It's kind of weak. Um, so I think it just could have done for, you know, another maybe 30 minutes or so. It is a of, short movie. It's a short movie. Like, yeah. it, it's over in a flash. And kind of extrapolating a little bit more as far as who Darkman is. You know what I read uh, recently is that uh, Universal uh, cut it up. Yeah. And I don't think there's a director's cut. But yeah. Sam Raimi said they really – they had their own editors come in. And kind of chop it up, and he was yeah. kind of unhappy and, about and that. Can, so I wonder. You can tell. It just it feels kind of off. It doesn't feel completely like a Sam Raimi movie. There's a lot of the Sam Raimi touches. Yes. That you're waiting to see, and you're like, oh, he really toned it down. But they'll pop up in like it, um, all the stuff you kind of see from Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. It felt like Sam Raimi does Batman, which I guess mm-hmm. what he was trying to do. But it literally like from Batman sure. being out two years earlier sure. or a year earlier. Yeah. It feels like he's doing... Or like maybe they cut it to feel more like that. Exactly. They wanted yeah. a happy ending. They said he had a darker ending. He didn't elaborate That's on that. That's a pretty fucking dark ending. It is. it is. I think he had something darker. But, I mean, the best thing about this film, and that I will give 100% kudos to, is the fact that Bruce Campbell is the last shot in this film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, did you spot the car? <laughs> yes. just, the Oldsmobile is in, yes. is in that, the... When he's dangling from the helicopter. That definitely saved this film for me. And I, <laughs> That I last was, shot, I thought of you. I was so happy inside when <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw that he was Bruce Campbell. I thought it was like, this is beautiful. Did you see how he was listed in the credits? Yeah. <laughs> no, what was it? Final Shemp. Oh, is that what it... Because Sam Raimi always puts like fake Shemp yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the credits. So this said Final Shemp. I, I, so I love the fact that Bruce Campbell showed up. I was waiting because I knew it was a Sam Raimi film and I know he uses Bruce Campbell for everything. So I was like, he's got to be in here somewhere. You know, he wanted him to play Darkman and uh, the studio said nobody knows who this guy is Dude, he would have been but i mean i think that would have made it more of a sam raimi film too sure. right i don't think liam neeson did a good a bad job i think he does a really good job being that kind of brooding hero yeah i just think again if they'd given him time to be a little bit darker and you know brood a little bit or or if you're not gonna give him time camp it up a little bit which is what bruce campbell would have brought yeah, to the table yeah yeah but he exactly. was i think this was his first studio movie sam raimi said the good thing was I had a big budget. I could do this helicopter shot. My God, he said, we could have never done that on these first sure. two movies. Helicopters, cars, chases, makeup. Co- and he said, but the thing was, because it was universal, they took it away at one point and said, we're going to cut this into a shorter film and a, a little more of a happier ending. And so I don't think there's a director's cut that exists, but I'd sure it, love to see it. Is it is nice that you get, you definitely feel the homage to Universal Monsters. Like You do feel like the Invisible Man it, a little bit. You feel Invisible Man, Man with a Thousand Faces. like. That Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. You yeah. feel that, and yeah. Elfman's music helps to that, even though I don't appreciate him. Um, Not too many people that could capture that when he just says, you yeah, know what to just, do. It, you know? I, I think that's what it, too, made me feel more like it was Batman. 
yeah. was the music. Sure. Like it, it felt a carbon copy, and that kind of bothered me. Mm. I would have liked. Thought it was close, huh? It was. It, it it literally felt like I was watching Batman in the Batmobile, like uh, driving around. Wow, at some I point. didn't quite think that. I thought it's definitely Elfman, but I thought it was pretty original. He's distinct. Like you, you, you can hear it, and it felt like its own character. When you heard it, yeah, you're the music like, is definitely oh, a character in itself, Elfman. but okay. it's just like that's what you're getting when you buy Danny I mean, Elfman. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Danny Elfman. It wasn't in the background for me. It was more of like, yeah. oh, yeah. there he is. Mm. Okay. He doesn't do very much in the way of subtlety. No, no. 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 But in this case, like I think John's right. It this worked. movie is not about subtlety at all. No. no, and it's it's almost over the top. And some people would say completely over the top. There are moments that are a little over the top, but I just it's such a comic book, and the fact that he's shooting for that, he wanted something that felt. It's almost. It made me think of Lucas. How Lucas wanted the rights to Flash Gordon and couldn't get him, yeah. so he cooked up Star Wars. So yeah. I thought here he would have loved to have done Batman yeah. or The Shadow. I just it's and you can you can see that it just I think it needs more. Sure, I, I would love to I, see more. If it had another 30, 40 minutes, I would have been happy. And if the pacing was a little bit slower at yeah. some points, not necessarily the whole thing. Like I like that parts of it are sped up and fast. Yeah, yeah. I just think, you know, like the chase oh, scenes, like when he speeds up, he's really good about chase scenes and how fast it's so going sorry. and stuff like that and really building that tension. But you don't have any dramatic pause or anything mm-hmm. like that to give the character gravitas that he's just kind of... It almost feels like it is missing. Yeah. It's missing a half hour. Yeah. And I think if there was any footage, if there was footage they could put back, they would have done it by now because it's been put on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. And it's been put on... If they had that footage, they would have done it. And it's too bad that that doesn't exist. So it just it, it leaves me wanting more. So the script okay. went through twelve different drafts. Fuck. Because he, the director, wanted to explore more of the Peyton Darkman arc. So it went over. He wanted to explore his soul in the beginning and be sympath- sympathetic and sincere. And in the middle, he wanted a vengeful man committing heinous acts against his enemies. And in the end, a man full of self hatred for what he's become. Wow. He wanted and to much- give him the full. Yeah, and must drift off into the night, into a world apart from everyone See, he that would have been a fucking And all the things he loves. Film. That's what we wanted. But sequel. that's what he wanted to do. But Too it bad. went through 12 different drops for that. Yeah, that's and tough. And then um, Universal made him cut. And I think his brother was in on the medical stuff. He's got a brother who's a doctor and also a screenwriter. And he said, all this medical stuff we're doing with the synthetic skin, I want you to try to come up with something that sounds like it's plausible. So all that stuff with the imaging and the skin and all that, he says... His brother, who's a doctor, said, well, here's how you can make it sound halfway like a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And his other brother is in the movie, Ted. Yeah. Recognize. Playing Ricky. Yeah, yeah, he's one of them. Where's the- Ricky? And Liam ne- Neeson, he went to a burn victims unit to see how everyone was and then people re-entering the world to study wow. them. Wow. Wow. All right. So he took it seriously. Yeah, he's always method, though. Yeah. Jake, what did you think of Dark Man? Man? Well, it's a hour and 45 minutes of Danny Elfman just self-gratification so I'm sure he loved it oh yeah <laughs> Did you like I mean door? I mean Danny Elfman is, is Patrick's Beatles <laughs> <laughs> is thank it? you is I, it? Fuck, I hate Danny Elfman oh I didn't realize that it just he annoys me it went, why in what way though it just sounded like you're watching uh, Batman Batman yeah and you also hear the start of um, Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. like you just that's yeah. all you hear yeah, he's, he's got distinct. his he's got his particular style. I mean, yeah, you listen, he, he has his one style. Like you're also gonna watch Pee Wee Herman. Like yeah. it's all fucking Jesus, kill me now. Yeah. And Beetlejuice and Dick Tracy and yeah, it's like yeah, give me a break. At, le- at least at one point in uh, in uh, any Danny Elfman song, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear ba 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 that you're gonna hear that at <laughs> yeah. least in one. I guarantee you, hundred percent. 
Mm-hmm. I yeah. think he has evolved to the point where it doesn't all sound like The Simpsons. No, it doesn't. There was a point where I used to go, it all sounds like The Simpsons theme. But I think he's evolved to the point where now it sounds pretty. Well, he doesn't read no, music. No. So. Now it all sounds yeah. like Danny Elfman. There, yeah. There's a difference. It no longer sounds like The Simpsons. Ba, 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 ba. It sounds like Danny Elfman. It all sounds Speaking like fucking Danny which, Elfman. his new album's really good, Big Mess. Oh, all right. I listen to half of it. It's really good. But anyway. Okay, Patrick, I'm That's sorry. Here nor there. This is Jake's time. Go ahead. This is Jake's time up here. Go ahead. Is that this a, is this is. This is Jake's time down here. It's your time up there. Who's that? Yeah, so get off that high horse and let me... <laughs> I don't get it. The, this was my wish, my dream, and it didn't come true. So I'm taking it back. What's that from? I'm taking them all back. What's that from? Jake, go ahead. Say I like this. <laughs> <laughs> It was good, yeah. Um, I did like uh, a lot of the uh, the chase scenes. I thought were really good, especially the one where he knock. I forget the name of the character where he knocks out that big guy. Then oh, he with the tattoo puts his face on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also noticed that his tattoo is on the wrong side. Larry Larry Drake. Yeah. He played Robert Durant. No, he's talking about the the bald, bald guy, guy with the, the little bald dagger. Guy, bald guy with the dagger on yeah, his head. Yeah. I, got you, I think got we you. saw that guy trying to beat up Clint Eastwood in uh, Heartbreak. That is Ridge. Nicholas Worth. He played Polly. Google yeah. CV was in Heartbreak Ridge. <laughs> yeah, Polly's Polly or his um, his mask Please. had the tattoo on the ah. other side, and then when they did the next shot, it was on the opposite side. Uh, on the I mean, right he was side. looking in a mirror though, so it could have been right. This is true. <laughs> but we were looking at him, so we should looking see in it a the mirror. Right way. You were, you're looking at him looking in the mirror though. Did you yeah. like that? So scene, we should have seen it just normal. No, you know? no. If he's looking in a mirror, it's back. I don't want to see it in a mirror. No, we're looking at him. We but, are the mirror. Yeah, but you've, there's a lot of shots where you look at people looking in a mirror. How do you think you and do that monster in the mirror shot? I don't understand. That always that. But I want to hear. What'd you think of that scene? Where you like wake up people? How do I get dressed? Yeah, that that whole that whole sequence where he starts rushing down there trying to catch him or trying to catch whoever knocked him out. And when his head's like bubbling, it's like, uh-oh. Super stressful. Yeah. He's got the timer. He's like, oops. It's a beep, beep, and the whole head starts melting. Start Fucking take the pig out of <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, just, I love that. It what does. A great... <laughs> I love that the lizard guy in the freak show, that's yeah. the makeup artist for the movie. Oh, it is really? The, the lizard guy. Uh, I love when he's dancing with the uh, with the uh, tin hat for the cat. He's like, "What do you think? I am a freak? Ah, see the oh dancing freak! <laughs> Look at the dancing freak!" And the cat's all, "Fuck!" <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it does kind of escalate from him being, you know, uh, somewhat sane to going a little. Off his rocker. Well, they do explain that it's going to cause the. Well, yeah. yeah. That, that Maybe that's the missing half hour. That works for me, right? But, but like, it kind of escalated very quickly. He's more crazy and less broody. Yeah. It's kind of fast. You know, I didn't think about it until you said it. It seems like it's a fast development from relatively unhinged to just completely batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see that descent. Yeah. Think, analyze, analyze. It's the same <laughs> problem we had with Game of Thrones <laughs> where Daenerys just kind of. Oh, and one went, yeah, went off the deep end in like five seconds. Yeah. And there's no explanation. She lost everyone. Yeah. She lost everyone. So did Darkman. She lost her woman. You know what? Um, it needed some, even some exposition. Uh, like the great thing about the Invisible Man is that scene where his old boss goes, "Oh, I hope he hasn't been tampering with this horrible stuff. It turns you mad as you go invisible. It turns you mad." It needed that little 
10 second exposition where you yeah. go, oh, what ghastly stuff. I sure hope he's not injecting this. Well, That's what Dark Man needed was like, you know, this thing drives you nuts, you know? Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of Well, they show on you him like. In the hospital. The, yeah. Well, yeah. like just going to their houses and doing all those things already. The yeah. nurse in the burning unit, was that? Jenny Agutter. From, from Werewolf, uh, American Werewolf in London. And she didn't get a credit. So she that just, was wow. supposed to be no. Kathy Bates. Really? She um, backed down before they started filming. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Because she regrets that shit. Wow. Oh, yeah. She had quite a career Biggest without this movie. Regret. <laughs> but Ginny Adegutter was great, and she didn't even get a credit. She just sort of like yeah. just did it. She was good, isn't it? She was good. And I also. It was John Landis's request. I don't know how that is. I would John like, Landis directed American Werewolf in London. Oh, he requested like, that she be in that. I would like to see them do Sam Raimi do this again, but with uh, Bruce Campbell. Okay. I think he de- I think he deserves a second shot. He's well known enough now. Do it now. He's got the chops. Yeah. Like I think he can do it and do it his way without having to worry about it being cut. So I'd- they didn't think that he could play this role well. Is why they didn't cast him. Yes, but obviously we know now Bruce Campbell absolutely could do this role 100%. You know, Universal, I'm sure, is thinking we have to have some sort of name on the marquee. I'm sure they were hoping it would be like a big, like a tentpole. This was his first action film for Liam Neeson. Yeah. Little did we know. Yeah, I wonder, does that say, I think uh, he hadn't done any really big ones yet. Like, he'd been in Excalibur and a couple other things, but he hadn't done like, uh, this is before Schindler's List. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. before... uh, uh, Michael Collins. It's before all of those. Jake, we, we interrupted you. I'm sorry. Honey. Yeah, I'm sorry. Too. We do that a lot. Yeah, it's okay. I'm used to it. Um, but yeah, solid, I like the bad guy. Solid movie. Thought the bad guy was. Ooh, he's such an asshole. With the finger collection. Yeah, he's got the collection of fingers. God. Yeah. I'm that's sorry, pretty... using the leg gag twice, that's just ridiculous. I know. That was funny, okay. though. <laughs> Once was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Twice, you're just like, really? He's still hopping around. <laughs> He's still so using stupid. the leg gag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like unnecessary hopping. Uh, like, figure that out, dude. <laughs> you had no leg for a while. Why are you still bouncing around? That's a definite Sam Raimi touch. <laughs> yeah. Very three stooges. Um, right. <laughs> I did notice, I uh, overall, I thought the movie was was pretty solid yeah um, but um i didn't notice in the very beginning when the guy's talking on the phone mm-hmm. if it's just something it felt weird i don't know why like the very end it's like he didn't even like the person on the other end didn't even he like gave him no time to say anything oh he just, just kind of sped through it acting too fast into the phone that happens mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. yeah 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 that's hard to that's hard to pull off uh jake did you like the score though where did you rank this elfman score um, I mean, it does, it does, it does kind, of, it does kind of sound like Batman. But mm-hmm. I, I always loved Danny Elfman's work, so I thought it was good. It's good, yeah, good for you. All right, Justine, hmm. Dark Man. What did you think, my man? I don't know. Uh oh, they lost me with that guy jumping because of his leg. <laughs> And that's, then his that's buddy. the first five minutes. And then his buddy puts his arm out like really fast, and he like holds on. I'm like, you, what they lost was this? you in the first five minutes. Yeah, he's trying to help his buddy out. <laughs> you, well, yeah, yeah. I was rooting for the other guy, and he didn't make it. I was like, damn. Oh yeah, the, the other, I forgot the guy's name. My that's, part about that scene that really bothers me is why the fuck is the guy with one leg surprised that this is happening? Like they gotta have done this multiple times, <laughs> and the look on his face is just like, motherfucker, what? Yeah, it's just stupid. maybe he, maybe he grabbed it too. <laughs> yes. Maybe he grabbed it too hard. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't like we did it. We didn't do it this way. We hurt some dick. <laughs> it was just so dumb to watch that part. I was like, okay, what am I watching? Because this is stupid. Then so I'm, they like I was saying, it. they do the credits, and you're like, okay, and then you see everyone who's in it, and you're like, Danny Elfman. Okay, yeah. what am I about to watch? And you can tell what you're about to watch just by the music playing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I just felt like they couldn't create a new character. Mm-hmm. 
They just went with a bunch of other ones that they put all together. Like an amalgam of other characters? Yeah, and yeah. I just didn't... You didn't feel he was original enough? No, You didn't really. feel for him? Losing his face and putting on the uh, the synthetic skin and all that? You didn't feel anything? No, we've seen this already. So no. Wow, that's Damn. rough. That's so it wasn't enough of a... For you, it wasn't enough of an homage. It was more of a ripoff. Yeah, but I thought things. his face looked really good when they took the... Um, the bandages off. Yeah, that is good makeup. It looks really mm-hmm. good. Awesome the thing makeup. that bothered me was his teeth when he's actually talking. Oh yeah, his see teeth. That it's just straight and kind of moving. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, his teeth are not. Where it's like past his. And you know what he said? He said those were false teeth, and he had to learn how to talk with those. So and, yeah, he's, yeah, he said he lo- he wanted to take this role because he was interested in uh, filming with a mask on. No, oh. he thought oh. he saw it as a challenge for an actor. Mm-hmm. How do you much. project underneath a bunch I of stuff? He, he does yeah. a good job. And he yeah. like yeah, great job. He wanted to play those emotions through for this guy, but mm. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't like, it. and they're full on adults at a <laughs> at a carnival. <laughs> Which you never gone to a carnival before? And, like you're on a ride at the carnival. Yeah. Have you ever gone to uh, the ca- the fair? You ever gone to the fair? They're just full on adults. Uh, it just that's like the so Santa Monica Pier. Stupid. You never saw an adult at the Santa Monica yeah, Fair? Yeah, the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, some yeah. of us enjoy those. You've those never thrills, seen an adult okay? on a Ferris wheel or a... Or a, <laughs> a Ferris wheel, sure. But they went you on a faster... You go to Disneyland all the time. Yeah. They want a faster ride, not a small have you never had? Have you never had the thrill ride. of a ride potentially collapsing on yeah. you at any given moment? Yeah, that's no what's kidding. more terrifying. Like those church I Ferris I like that when he's wearing the makeup... You've never the heard? face is like really just whited out a little bit. Yeah. Like the way yeah. they did the makeup yeah. to make it look you, like a mask. I'm, but I'm serious. You've never heard someone say scream if you want to go faster. you never heard that in your whole life? Your whole adult life? An adult. Scream. A, an adult at a carnival? It's just, <laughs> an adult enjoying a candied apple? I don't know. I was never watching have it, like, I stupid. ever. Well, hell. <laughs> and it was kind of insensitive when they were at the... At the cemetery, and the guy's like, "I only had to bury an ear. It's all I found." Oh yeah, that's and then she sa- like, and then she breaks down, and you're like, "I don't even feel anything now," because I kind of laughed at that. And that's I'm a like, real Sam Raimi. I was like <laughs> laughing at the wrong moment. Yeah, 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 they did that, and then she just breaks down. But like, I do love that they brought in Frances McDormand. She's a she's a heavyweight actress, and she I think she brings a lot. What of, was she in before this? Uh, Raising Arizona and a movie called Blood Simple, which kind of put the, the put the Coen brothers. And on she the map. married Joel Coen. She was married to one of the Coen brothers. Yeah, she's still married. She to clashed with the director. Actor. Um, he which, said that she was hard to work with. Which is funny because they're friends. They yeah. are he's, friends. He's friends with the Cohen but brothers. But she's still friends with him. She sees it as a. Um, she said she thinks nice thoughts, but he says she was hard to work with. Yeah, creative I think, differences. But I think she's. He said that uh, she cared. They're like they both had a different image of the movie. Yeah, they had a different yeah. image. So he respected that. But she said he said movie. I thought I knew her until we started shooting, and it's like she's 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 a real difficult person. But she said she wanted to do the best movie but possible. Maybe she was difficult because they were friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. But she could talk. And also, I think she just didn't want to be just like, you know, generic girlfriend. She wanted to bring a little something to it. No, she did bring a little something to it, a little more. And it is interesting to see her in this role. Yeah, it's kind of hard to watch her because you're like, come on. You can kick these people's ass. Well, yeah. <laughs> she has now won four Oscars. They say she like holds the record now for the yeah. most Oscars. For three for best actress and one for supporting actress. Well, she's so. a great actress. Yeah. yeah. I love her. It's just it's weird to see her in this kind of a world. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's weird to see her in Raising Arizona where she's got the bouffant hairdo and she's yeah. doing that. Yeah. Thing. See, she doesn't have to do this kind of movie anymore, you know. Yeah. But I love that moment where she goes, Well, if you're not gonna kill me now, I have things I gotta gonna, do. That was a great moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
And then the blue screen with the the what was it? The skyscrapers was stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's was just, that's for, technology at the time. That's state of the yeah. art at the time, and probably looked better. Like now on a good TV, that's going to look pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't get why she wouldn't put the two things together of like, oh, you know the paperwork, and no, it burned up in that fire. Yeah, because. They're trying to kill you <laughs> to get yeah. that paperwork. Yeah. I don't know. There's a consequence there. That's probably what they argued about, that her her character is not well-defined. She really is, you know, there as a plot point. You sure, know? Yeah. sure, sure. Um, yeah. But, all right, let's rank it. Wait. So Julia Roberts was supposed to play her. Wow. Um, right after, hot off a of mystic pizza. And then right before she, it was right before she oh, got the role Pretty for Woman. Pretty Woman, so they had to replace her. Oh. That so say, you would have seen her as that. She would look like that, her Pretty Woman. Does that say who else was up for Darkman besides um, Bruce Campbell? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Demi Moore was also considered. Wow. And Bridget Fonda tested for the role. Wow. She would end up as a cameo in uh, Army of Darkness. Gary Oldman was considered. Wow. He can do anything. That would have been fine. Mount the curb! He's good. Turn the fuck out of off. He's good. And he, <laughs> he would have been a really good... And he could do any accent. The thing that blows me away is any accent oh, give Gary Oldman. And that, that, <laughs> Gary Oldman could have been freaking dark as Mount shit. Mount the curb! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus from Dreyfus. Jaws? As the dark man? Yeah, I and, can see him. Uh, oh, sorry. That, but he they were supposed to play um, Strack. Oh, oh, oh! I see. And that then James Kane, Can, Can, James Con, Con, Sonny Corleone. You know him from The Godfather. Mm. Yeah, he was supposed to play Strack. Oh, okay. He probably would have said, "This is a comic book. I'm not doing this." Yeah. <laughs> James Ooh. Mason is the Dark Man. Ricardo Montalban as the Dark Man. <laughs> All right, just let's, put him in everything. Let's rank it, everybody. Justine, what do you give it? Darkman. Get excited. Get bombed. I give it a five. Okay, not bad. That's better than I thought it was gonna get. One a little a step below Casablanca for you. Uh, I just wish it was more original. If it was more original, I would give it more. I didn't mind the film, I just wanted it to be original. I think that was the point. <laughs> it was an homage. But homage could be French for ripoff. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. Six. A Sace. Yeah. Jake. I'll give it a six and a half. Six point five, John. I give it a seven point five. Okay. Not perfect, but if ever a movie was in my wheelhouse, <laughs> so to speak, this one. was it. <laughs> I give this one. Uh, I give this one. A, I'm going to go with Jake. I'm going to give it a six point five. Fix the pacing. Give me like thirty more I, minutes. I think. I'll be I happy. think Patrick brought up some stuff that I never really. Caught, but I was watching it this time. It, it, it's it's a different pace than a regular Sam Raimi film, and so you it, you do understand. You feel like okay, the, Raimi didn't cut this because this isn't. He well, has a certain yeah. rhythm. It feels yeah, like Pee Wee Herman. That, I, the more I think about it, the more it feels like a Pee the Pee Wee Herman film. Like he, the the pacing to that is so tight to Danny Elfman's music that it throws everything off, and it's kind of so fast paced. Okay. Right, and that's probably you wanted a few moments of just him. Maybe. Yeah, and that's probably yeah. at fault of the music because of the way Danny Elfman does it, right? Because it's, <laughs> no, like, it's I like you're pinning everything it's on him. Uni- I wouldn't go that far. So you know, he no, was I know, saying, I know. The director just, was saying that he wished he did it as an independent film because he had more freedom there. And, and you know what? Kind of I had never thought of that before. That. Yeah. That it's like missing. 
a half hour. Yeah, and, and think it's, just, about the, it's too fucking fast. Think about the way that Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies are very yeah. methodical, and yep. they take their time, and they really get into his mental anguish. Yep. And I bet you that's what he wished he, he could have done. He wanted it. Yep. Just – and 100%. I, I think that's universal. And I God, I wish. When I read that, so that they cut out, they cut out a lot of the wild things. Well, yeah, I read that wilder. You're going wow. There was stuff that was wilder yeah. than what was on the screen. I wish that existed. I wish they could do a director's cut. Because that's, I mean, look, we talk about we we, we watched Evil Dead. You know, Sam, <laughs> Sam Raimi. Will, here's the line: is Sam Raimi will go one step over yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Line. <laughs> I know. Oh, you see that evil tree? Yeah. yeah. Fucker. I know. When you see the wilder yeah. stuff is on the cutting room floor, you're yeah. like, oh shit. I was just I was just watching that uh, that that ninety minute interview where um, Dick Cavett had Altman, Mel Brooks, uh, Peter Bogdanovich, and Frank Capra yeah. all together. And Frank Capra talks about how they they tested Lost Horizon, <laughs> and and it was like a three hour movie. Uh-huh. And then so he just they hated it. So he went and he took the first two reels and started it at the second reel, which is what twenty minutes in. Uh-huh. A reel's like ten minutes. Yep. So he started it there, and then the it tested great. So he took the first two reels and just threw them in the fire. That's right. Threw them in the furnace. Yeah. So no cutting room floor, nothing. Just burn the footage. So so what they've done now with the DVD, and they played it at the New Art too. They found the audio. So they did something that they do once in a while, which is a little screwy. They did it with Star Is Born too. They play the audio and they show you like stills, production stills from the set. So some people like that. Some people say it's distracting, but they have the audio of the first 20 minutes of Lost Horizon. That's crazy. And But I saw that interview. I thought, how about that? He said, we just said, cut, throw it in the furnace. You know, it's just like, and he said, I don't even know why it works better without the first two, 20 minutes. Yeah. But we had to do something. He said he was just ready to sh- blow his brains out. Crazy. Yeah. So maybe, you know, but that, that, was, that was a situation where he did it. He did it and he didn't even know why it improved the film. He says it shouldn't have. He says, what can I do? He says, what can go? Okay, first 20 minutes, out. <laughs> he says, for some reason, people liked it better. Yeah. All right, yeah. All right guys, mm. let's rank it. Well, we already ranked it. Yep. Uh, you gave it a? I gave it a 6.5. 6.5. Uh, but good good points, Patrick. I think you really you really hit something that I never really – Yeah, I had I never put my finger – Yeah, yeah. If, it's a, like, yeah, it's I mean, a pacing problem. Like I said, if they fix the pacing, give me an extra 30 minutes, this would definitely be like a solid eight or nine. Yeah. Okay. All right. It makes you hungry for what was yeah, missing. That's yeah, that's fair. So right. Bruce Campbell also um, – Oh, yeah, and cast Bruce Campbell is. He, he voiced some of the screams in the movie. Oh, that's, oh, that's great. hilarious. That sounds about right. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> All right, guys. So for next week, great uh, Goodfellas, man. Wow. Just put a 10 down for me right now. Mm. Uh, have you seen it, Justine? Goodfellas? No, next week says uh, <gasps> George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, really? George Goodfellas? of the Jungle? <laughs> no, it's not uh, I've like, seen really? parts of it. Uh, Jake, <laughs> wow. have you seen uh, Goodfellas? Uh, no. Oh, you guys are in for a treat. No, I haven't seen it. We went to a restaurant called Goodfellas, and they had a bunch of the movie stuff. You, uh, guys, you guys are in for a really great treat. Three hours of fun, light. George of the Jungle. Three. Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> I was not expecting that. At all. She wants to see Brendan well, Fraser. T- I'm still thinking about the movies we George, have to. George, George, George. your question. Oh. oh, oh, yeah, that's right. So, question of the week: What eight movie would you like to play turn into a video game? Mm-hmm. What kind of video game would it be? Mm-hmm. I mean, they've already made video games on it, like King, like the the Peter Jackson King Kong. It's a game of that already. How was well, it? I want Mighty Joe Young. I want Kong Skull Island. Mm-mm. But like Laura Croft, but not Laura Croft. Yeah. It's Tom Hiddleston. Oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah. That's a great idea. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. And he's exploring that. the island. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Tarzan. Tarzan. 
but it's mm-hmm. fucking Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. And you're so you're going through catching and killing all the hunters. All the poachers. Exactly. <laughs> that would Ugh. be kind of cool. That would, And then you can use like the apes to attack. Yo. Oh. Okay, I kind of okay, like that okay, idea. Okay. But Justine, I do like your Skull Island because that was a great movie. And I feel like you could fight creatures, do all kinds of stuff that's like that. Like that's almost like a movie that was made to choice. be a video game. It almost it's seems like that movie was designed, yes. designed to be a video game. <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, obvious. What if you do like... Um, what, which one was the Planet of the Apes where they go to my modern world? Yeah, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Escape? That's when they're yeah. like in there wearing regular clothes? Yep. Yeah. What if it's like that, but it's just like one of those, um, what's that, second skin? <laughs> <laughs> I want a Sims game uh, Sims? In, on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah. Sims Planet of the Apes game. I'm go. Dr. Zayas, and you just run around experimenting on humans. You get to and, attend the riot. There's, yeah, my, yeah. there's my game. Yeah, I'm Caesar. I'm hiding a human. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be awesome. Mm, that would be awesome. What, what about a game where you're like, you have to raise the baby chimp? Like, oh, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. Mama. There is. Mama. Yeah, it's like a family Sims game. Yeah. <laughs> He's like his father. There yeah. is a game called Ancestors, I believe. Mm-hmm. Where Incest? it's. Ancestors. That's a whole different game. That's the oh, oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. And then you Wrong had game. a name. Ancestors. No. But it's called Ancestors. No, no. <laughs> Ancestors you gotta unite. be good too. You can't be any freak on the street. You gotta mount up. <laughs> you gotta be handy with. Okay, go ahead. What were yeah, you saying? So, what game would you design? Ancestors. Eight, eight oh, movie yeah. as uh-huh. a game. I want like I want like a Mighty Joe Young. Okay. Where it's like, kind of like a puzzle platformy thing, but you have to escort like the giant ape around. Oh, like oh, okay. Yeah. But like a Kong Country, but with a little uh, bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. John. John. I'm not much of a Less gamer, exciting. but I, I'm not much of a gamer. But I would say uh, a video game based on the first Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, that yeah. seems Apologize. like it would lend itself to a That'd game. That'd be a good one. Like, I would that be good if you didn't know what the ending was at the end of that video game. Like a that's what happened. That would blow my mind. <laughs> now here's the th- okay. Here we go. I, mean, I want a leg- I want a movie, Lego but... game, but with all the um, Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, that would be great. That I'm surprised good. they haven't done that. That would be good. Mm-hmm. How, yeah, how is it they I haven't? I want to climb done that Statue of Liberty. Yep. Uh, I would go. I, I honestly, really I honestly wish there was a King Kong game where you could just. But I want it. Throw you, barrels. They what? did that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Throw barrels. <laughs> so you know how uh, Cuphead was kind of done. Oh, that okay. kind of animated stuff. I want to do a stop motion animated King Kong mm. where you run around New York and just tear shit up. God. Like start like do the whole movie. Follow the whole movie. I mean you but, can just play Rampage. But do yeah, but that's different. I want it done in that in that fake Black. stop motion style. Black and white. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You start on Skull Island, you beat ass, you beat everybody there, wow. beat the Tyrannosaurus Rex, get to New York and just mess shit God, up. Wouldn't that be great? And the whole the the boss level is you have to take down the plane without dying. That's, I would love nothing your, more than I want to play a Sims game. King Kong. There's a Kong climbing up the thing, and everyone's trying to get him down from there. That's yeah. Rampage. Yeah, it's Rampage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there's a giant. I don't know, you want, it, you want it to look like stop I motion. I want it to look like stop motion, yeah. and I want, when I kill a person, I want to, if it's a guy, I want him to scream like a woman. I want yeah. to, ah! Ah! Bruce echoing Campbell. What about guy, the guy that falls off right. the log and just goes, ah! Ooh! Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. man. Can you imagine the looping session for those? Oh, my God. What about the guy that climbs up to the brontosaurus's mouth? I know, and everybody in the audience goes, "No, no, no, no!" Now you're right where his mouth is. It's like you're an hors d'oeuvre on a toothpick. Now it's like, what? don't That's do it. that. That's a great question. I mean, doesn't Animal Crossing already have apes in it as a neighbor? 
Yeah, yeah but we had one. We had a, we sent him away. He was kind of. I had a, a yeti. Oh, maybe he was a yeti. He doesn't live there anymore now. Mm. I don't like a lot of the apes in Animal Crossing. They're not cute. No, we have two dogs. One's they made a- Hello Kitty an ape. What? Why? Oh, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, it's not Hello Kitty. It's one of the it's like one of the Hello Kitty characters. It's a Hello Kitty character, but yeah. it, Hello Kitty's is like an albino one, and then it has a little red bow uh, and a blue dress. Okay, mm, cool. Devil with the blue dress. Oh, I gotta go, man. I'm. We started late. That was you my didn't fault. Say, where yeah. you gotta go? Yeah, I gotta. I gotta go. I gotta okay, go. love you. Bye. Okay, bye. Things. I got errands to run. All right, guys. Uh, so for Patrick, for Jake, for Justine, for John, Sandy, we say this transmission ends now. Unity. 